So as Pastor Stacy last week, she preached on what would be on your Advent playlist. And ever since then, I have been thinking about what would be some of our staff's top songs. Not based on the songs that they like, but on the songs that kind of tell how they're doing. And I just kept coming back to songs by Queen. So for Brian, our organist and pianist, who in the past 12 days has not only done two Sundays of worship, he's had three rehearsals just for this worship service, countless rehearsals for his recital, and two funerals, and then he had two of his own recitals in the past 12 days. So for him, I thought it had to be under pressure. <laughs> pushing down on me, pushing down on you, no man ask for. For Pastor Stephen, who is once again battling the allergies of Texas, I want to break free. <laughs> for Teresa, our director of engagement, her favorite thing in the world is just to make you feel welcome. And on the Music Sunday, there's so many of you to do that. And so hers is, don't stop me now. We're gonna have a good time. We're having a ball. And to Emily Craven, our fearless worship and music director, to the orchestra and to our amazing choir, all I thought about was, we will rock you. So what would your song be that says like how you're doing in your life right now? I believe that Mary's song we know is the Magnificat in Latin. I, I think that that is a demonstration for us today of someone singing in the midst of her weariness and her confusion and naming who God is. Just in case you've forgotten, the angel Gabriel visits Mary, who we think is between 13 and 16 years old, and tells her, you are going to conceive, and you are going to bear a son, and he will be named Jesus. And then Gabriel says, you are going to carry this, you are going to give birth, this person is actually the son of God. So this is an Advent story of love I am not sure anyone would choose to be part of. When Mary goes and visits her cousin Elizabeth, Elizabeth, when Mary approaches, Elizabeth says, blessed are you among women and blessed is the fruit of your womb. The mother of my Lord comes to me. So before Mary has even spoken, after her pregnancy, Elizabeth already knows what is going on. And it's at this moment, we have yet to hear Mary speak after the angel Gabriel. It is at this moment that Mary sings. And I want you to imagine, what did she look like when she was singing? Let's pray. Gracious and loving God, we thank you for this magical, spirit-filled day. That through these songs and music, and this, the presence of your spirit, we thank you that you will be glorified and that we will get to witness some of your glory. So God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts, may they be pleasing and acceptable to you for you are our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Here from the Gospel of Luke, Mary's song. 
And Mary said, my soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior, for he has looked with favor on the lowly state of his servant. Surely from now on, all generations will call me blessed, for the mighty one has done great things for me, and holy is his name. Indeed, his mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has brought down the powerful from the thrones and lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. He has come to the aid of his child Israel in remembrance of his mercy, according to the promise he made to our ancestors, to Abraham, and to his descendants forever. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So how do you picture Mary singing this song? Like in My Fair Lady, was it Mrs. Pierce when she realized her love for Professor Higgins and she said, I could have danced all night? Or was she like the amazing Taylor Swift? This is what she did at the beginning of her concerts, the Eras tours, that she came out there and she, she flexed. Like she was ready to do this amazing vocal performance. I don't think so. I, I don't think that, that Mary was anything like Taylor or um, in My Fair Lady. I, I also doubt, though, that Mary was weak or, or barely able to whisper. I, I think we're trained to think about scenes like that, the way Hollywood has trained us to. We're tempted to put Mary into this extreme, either this, this like weak, low servant that can barely talk or this, this like bombastic performer. What if Mary wasn't at either extreme? What if Mary was just in the middle, just waffling between excitement and being terrified? What if Mary found herself in a situation where she did not know what to do, and so she simply sings? I picture Mary falling to her knees, holding onto her cousin Elizabeth's hands because she has just greeted her, and singing. Singing words that in all of this moment of confusion, all this moment of weariness of what is happening to her, she's disconnected, she's afraid, she's doubtful. Mary's theme song is this. She will sing of what she knows. She sings of who God is in the present, who God has been in the past, and who God promised God will be in the future. In spite of not knowing a whole lot about what is going on with her situation, she actually sings these words to remind her of what she does know. And this, y'all, this is a song to inspire us for how to live in the midst of our confusing, our weary times. We find ourselves today in moments of incredible angst, over things close to home, like suicide and fentanyl, and then things far away from home, you know, like wars and, and hunger. If it is not us, it's, it's someone close to us who always seems to be going through some type of trial or is in a, another despairing situation, whether it be our children, our parents, our loved ones, and we are often left feeling really confused 
Where is God present in the world? How does a weary world rejoice? And does God want us to rejoice? Mary models for us what to do in these times. When you are not sure what you're supposed to think, where you are headed, or what you are supposed to do, hold on to what you do know, and that is who God is. And this is what Mary sings. The first thing. She says, God is my Savior. She's the only person in all of Scripture that says that. God is my Savior. But y'all, God doesn't save her out. He doesn't save her out of this very difficult and fearful situation she is in. No, see, in, in first century Palestine, to call someone a Savior was to give them the status of Lord, of deity. In this Greco-Roman world, people called Zeus or Apollo Savior. They called the Emperor Savior. When Mary sings, I rejoice in God, my Savior, she is proclaiming that God is always working out a purpose in everything that happens to us in life. God as Savior means that God is God at work in the world. God doesn't step back like an artist and just admire the beauty and the terror of what is going on in our world. No, this affirms that God is active and alive. I want you to hear this again. When we say, God, you are our Savior, we are affirming that God is indeed alive and active in our lives and world. Remember, Mary sings this song in the midst of her fearful and doubtful situation. We need to remember that God still is Savior, no matter what troubled times we live in. God's story is always a story of saving love. We sing of who God is, and we sing of what God has done. Mary sings line after line. Let me remind you what she says. He has shown strength. He has scattered the proud. He has brought down the powerful, lifted up the lowly, filled the hungry with good things. It is like she is listing off as many things as she can imagine to give herself reassurance. And that's okay. She needs a reminder. We need a reminder that as scared as we might feel, God has been good and God will continue to be good. Mary models for us that in light of whatever questioning we are going through, sing a song of who God is and what God has done. We must remember and hold tightly to the fact that in all of those times in the past, all of them, when they were so hopeless, when we were so done, we are still here. And God was doing justice. God was and is caring for the hungry, lifting up the lowly. What has God done in your past? If you are weary today, remind yourself what God has done in your past. Mary sings of who God is and what God has done, and she finishes with singing, almost reminding God, you made promises. You made promises to Abraham. Remember those promises. She sings, he has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy according to the promise he made to our ancestors. We can, God is big enough for us to remind God of the promises that he will never leave, never forsake us. 
You are my beloved people. I am your God. Nothing you do can ever change that. That's what God promised. You are my beloved people. I am your God. I know that some of you have felt like God forgot those promises because the circumstances of your lives have been so painful. I think Mary did too. But guess what Mary did? She she sang. She sang of those promises. So I want you to join me this morning in singing of God's promises. That God's saving love is always at work. Let every heart prepare him room. And heaven and nature sing. Sing, choirs of angels. Sing in exultation. Sing, all ye citizens of heavens above. This is the day that the Lord has made that we will rejoice and be glad. From the rising of the sun until the going down of the same, the name of the Lord God is to be praised. May it be so in my life and in yours.